and welcome to another episode of For the Love of Sports. My name is Michael Raziel, and today my incredible guest is Sabrina Jenkins. She is the president and CEO of SJL26 Event Productions. She's a consultant at Next Up Partners. She's the president of Wise Atlanta, and she's the former vice president of special events for the Atlanta Braves. Sabrina, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you, Michael? Thanks so much for having me. Pleasure is all mine. It's a great day to be alive. Yesterday, the weather was a little bit nicer, but I'll still take sunny every single day over rain that we're probably going to be getting soon. So, Sabrina, I'm very excited to talk about all of these incredible things that you've done, that you're doing, that you will be doing. But the first question I have for everybody on Uh Foiler Sports is, why do you love sports so much? You know what? I grew up in in a sports family. Um, I started going to Falcons games and, and sporting events at a very young age with my dad and uncle. And I would say they are the ones that got me hooked on sports. And I fell in love with all sports. So football, basketball, baseball, hockey. I go back to when yeah, the Atlanta, Atlanta Flames Atlanta. was here. Oh, in, Atlanta Fl- I don't I remember the Thrashers. I don't remember the Flames. See, yeah, I go back where the Flames were, yeah, in the six seventies. Uh, they are now the Calgary Flames. They that moved. Yep, yeah, we lost our lost another hockey team. I was gonna say that <laughs> that was the first one. <laughs> the Thrashers are now the Jets, correct? I don't know where the Thrashers ended up. I feel like at, they went after to they Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, they did. Maybe, they, they went. They went yeah. to. They. I think we lost them to Canada as well. <laughs> Surprise! Hockey's a little bit more popular in Canada than Atlanta. No offense yeah. to anybody out there in Atlanta, but no, I think I think that's pretty funny. Um, you know, again, yeah, just kind of as you said, your family. Uh, you've always been doing this thing. You've been doing it for a very long time, and it is pretty darn cool. So, did you? You grew up a Braves fan, I have to assume. Then I did. I, you know, I grew up a Braves fan, and it was my senior year in college that I, I was a marketing major. And I did an internship with our sports information director, Alan Sharp, and at Augusta, now Augusta University, when I went, it was Augusta College. Mm-hmm. And um, I fell in love with marketing of sports. And my senior year in college just kind of put my resume out there all across the country, just knew I wanted to work in sports. Uh, the whole light bulb went off in my head and I was like, this is it. And I played basketball in high school and a little in college. And um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to merge both things that I love, sports and and marketing. And so that's what I did. Yeah. I mean, it's, it sounds like you hit the jackpot. You've been doing this thing for a little while too. So kudos and congratulations. So many people I know, and it's awful that just, then they wake up, they hate their nine to five, which Mm -hmm. is really like a seven to seven because they're commute and like what job actually starts at nine and ends at five. Let's be honest. So you hate 12 hours of five days a week. And that does, that doesn't sound like fun to me. Uh, you know, I know you have to pay your bills and obviously we'll have to do what we have to do, but yeah, you can, you could do a lot of stuff and make some money doing it. The internet's a pretty cool thing at this point. It really is. Um, I, I always tell the the young ladies that I mentor, find your passion and figure out how to make it work for you. And you'll never have to work, never you know, because you, you you have so much fun. I can honestly say the majority of my time with the Atlanta Braves, those 27 years were some of the best years of my life. And I wouldn't trade it for the world. I'm so grateful um, you know, that God blessed me with my dream job a year out of college. So it took me a year 
But I got in there, and like I said uh, last week when we were talking, I was like, I didn't know a soul in sports. I just knew that's what I wanted to do and was really excited. And a month after the Braves went to their first World Series in 1991, um, I got a call that November to come in and interview. And I started as an intern. I didn't get the the job I, I went in to interview for. But uh, the following February, February of 20, um, of 1992, um, February 28th, I started with them uh, as an intern and worked there for what, February 92 till December of 92 and then got put on full time, December of 92. And that's, you know, the rest was history for 27 years. That is fantastic. And congratulations again. I mean, it's also, uh, and we're going to talk about it in a little bit, the fact that you've got not only the, the childhood team that you were a fan of to work for, but the fact that it's, you know, in your backyard practically, yeah. like so many people, and we'll talk about it in a little bit, you have to move yeah. all around the country. But you said yeah. something before that I'm kind of curious and interested to, to learn a little bit more about. You said you love marketing sports. What exactly do you love about marketing sports? What is it that, I mean, sports are fun, right? It's the last reality TV show that we have. But when you started, you know, TV, you know, friends still pulled like 35 ratings on just a Thursday night because (laughs) now if a TV show pulls a two, everybody's happy. So what is it like, especially when you started, what was it about marketing sports that you were really that interested in and, and were willing to devote your entire life and career into it? Well, in college and then being a marketing major, you know, when I did the internship, I was able to do advertising, promotions, and sponsorship sales for my college during that internship. And mm-hmm. so I kind of learned just a little bit about all those different skills and, and what it took to do it. And it, it never dawned on me, you know, when I was going through college and going through all my courses that, you know, I was a business major. Um, So I was thinking more corporate business type um, organization until it it just kind of, something just kind of registered in my mind. And um, I needed that internship at college for class credits. And it registered and I went to our sports information director and he just kind of taught me the ropes. And I haven't talked to him in forever, Alan Sharp, but he was, he's in, the last time we spoke, he was involved with the Georgia High School Association um, sports. So he's still in the sports realm. He did, uh, when Ted Turner owned the wrestling, mm-hmm. he was a part of that as well. So he, he continued on in sports in his career, but he taught me so much. And I just, I love the aspect of, um, you know, the challenge of going after sponsorships um, for our teams. And with the Braves, you know, when I started, I didn't get exactly what I was planning on doing, Mm -hmm. but I got my foot in the door through ticket sales. And sales was the last thing I really wanted to do. I was not really interested. I was more interested in the advertising promotion part of the business, but sales was it. That's where I started. And lo and behold, I was good at it. You know, I, I learned another skill uh, the first five years 
uh, with the Braves uh, doing the ticket sales and just kind of got promoted every year, became ticket sales manager after five years, um, did that for a while. And then um, in 2000, took over the special events department. Um, it was a, what, two years after we moved into Turner Field mm -hmm. and they created the special events department. And that director left. And I went to our um, executive vice president at the time, Bob Wolf, and they were looking for a special events manager. Well, I was already a manager in ticket sales. I've been there, done that. And I was like, you know, uh, I, I think I can really do this job and 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 grow the business in our special events department. And Bob Wolf gave me my opportunity as a director. And I'm so forever grateful for him for that. He is now the EVP with the Dodgers. So, so you got to know. Thanks, yeah, Bob. We appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, Bob, was, he was awesome. So between Bob Wolf and then Paul Adams, who gave me my original start with the Braves, I am mm -hmm. forever grateful to those two gentlemen. That is awesome. And and yeah. having the, um, I don't want to say this, uh, the gall to ask for that director's spot, oh, yeah. right? Right? Like that's pretty <laughs> impressive. You're, you know, you're five years in, so you're what, like 27, 28 years old and being like, no, I, I'm director, like quality. Yeah. I've already been a manager. I don't it, well, do that I, it took a little longer than that. Um, sure, you know, sure. just, yeah, going, I, I think I was there like nine and a half years okay. before the opportunity came, but yes, I did. I asked for it, but I, I'm, I'm always that person. It's like, you know what? all they can do is say no. <laughs> so I'm forever asking for what, what I want. And, and you know, sales too. So you already said that part, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I just go for it. I, I love just it. Go for it. So, so yeah. what was it about special events though? Was that just, Hey, the position's open. So I want to try no. it. Okay. So tell me a little mm -hmm. bit about why I guess that department. Well, um, when I started with the Braves, um, I got, I had the honor of being on our postseason hospitality. So I started working on the hospitality committee for all of our, all of the postseason parties. And we were known for our great parties back in the uh -huh. early nineties when the Braves were going to the world series all the time. And um, I was on that committee to plan all of those, those events, our pregame parties, our postgame parties, um, and then the World Series galas, uh, the National League Championship galas that we used to have. So I was on that committee planning all these events, all while I was still in ticket sales. And it just gave me another skill set. And so when the special events position became available, you know, I had been helping out on that committee all those years. And it it was just a natural progression for me. Um and the same with the whole supplier diversity aspect of the job. Um, you know, it, Ex explain it that was, a little bit more. So supplier diversity, you know, I, I call, I used to call myself the supplier diversity police. So it was to make sure that all of the, the directors, um, people in management within our organ, the decision makers within mm -hmm. our organization to make sure that we're doing business with women owned companies and minority owned companies. So it's to kind of keep us, you know, honest and true and and to grow the business um, mm -hmm. supplier diversity through just throughout every corporation. You know, it's a it's a vital part of, of your business. 
Um, and for those who don't exercise it, I think they lose out on an opportunity with uh, great female-owned businesses and great minority-owned businesses. So um, that was, I was the major league baseball representative for the Braves in that area for well over 16, 17 years as well within my career with the organization. So you can see how I stayed there that long. I was doing a lot of different things. Uh (laughs) At one point uh, when our our um, advertising director left uh, for about eight or nine months. I actually took over the advertising uh, department and, and and helped in that area too. So it just made me very versatile. I learned a lot of skills. So That's amazing. Yeah. Good for you, Sabrina. Yeah. Uh, you know, I guess I was a little bored, so I had to keep doing things new. I'm always about learning new things and learning new skills. So I think it worked out for me and. <laughs> In the end, <laughs> you made it this far. You are in an, yeah. on a Thursday afternoon. You're hanging out with me at two o'clock. I mean, seriously, how much better could it get? Didn't right? get any better than that, Michael. <laughs> but, but no, sincerely, I, I think it's it's you know learning new skills. I think is very important. Reading every day, writing every day, you know, getting that mind, making it creative. The cool part about yeah. creativity is the more you use it, the more you get. I always people always forget about that aspect of it. But with that in mind, like. It sounds like you did a really smart thing that a lot of people in sports need to understand. If you make yourself not only so, so you're bringing in money. So that part's very important. You have to affect that bottom line because if you are just an expense, they will do their best to get rid of you as quickly as possible because you're not adding any revenue to the business. So that is something that you did in in multiple different fashions, it sounds like. But also make yourself, um, inexpendable right if you're doing that many different things and you have your hand in all these things you know how all of these things work and you're doing you know four different jobs at once for the atlanta braves how can they get rid of you right it's almost impossible at that point so i think that's another lesson that a lot of people really need to understand is not only affect the bottom line but if you can affect it in a positive way from a couple different areas that's correct you can be the person that knows all this stuff how the heck can they get rid of you I tell my mentees all the time, diversify yourself. You know, financially, we talk about diversifying your funds, you know, financially. Do the same within your job and within your company. Um, You know, make make yourself useful that, you know, you can do so many different areas uh, within the same organization. And that's why I stayed so long. First of all, it was my it was the team that I grew up loving. And I tell everyone, God blessed me with my dream job right a year out of college. And uh, and to be honest with you, I thought that I was going to stay there until I retired. Um, almost made it to retirement, but, you know, things change and things happen and you move on. And I always say it was the best thing that could have happened to me um, in last January of, of 2019 is when I left the organization. And it was the best thing, I think, for both. It was time for me to leave and and it was time to give someone else another opportunity mm-hmm. to within the organization. So um it, it was it was a good it was a good choice. And then this year in January, a year late almost a year later to the date, I launched SJL twenty six event productions. So I love it. And we'll talk yeah. about that, I promise, in yeah. one minute. I still have a couple more questions about the Braves though. But sure. so 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 a couple things that come to mind, especially in sports. Mm-hmm. The fact that, uh, you know, we spoke about it a little bit before. So many people have to move around constantly to go from that one ticket sales position to another 
slightly higher ticket sales position to eventually uh-huh. then go get that ticket manager position to director. And you just have to keep moving to keep climbing that ladder. And it seems like you were very, I'm not going to say lucky because obviously you put in a significant yeah. amount of work. You're very fortunate that you're in a spot that allowed you to personally just continue to grow again with your hometown favorite team. So that doesn't hurt either. But what what is it about your journey that so many people aren't going to have that same journey, of course. Why why was it just the perfect storm of of where you landed and how you landed because this is a you are a definitely an exception to the rule within the sports industry right i think well one my faith my it's it's your faith my faith meeting my hard work and meeting opportunities within the organization um and and really just busting my butt um Throughout my career there, you know, I worked really, really hard each and every day. You know, I was blessed with a great job. So I loved getting up every single day and going to work. And I'm just a hard worker by nature. You know, I come from a a long line of strong women. And it's hard to tell us no. And you just work hard. You know, you you work hard every day. You, you know, I'm learning new things. Uh, I learned a lot about myself that I, I didn't even know I was capable of doing, um, just in the process of growing. And it was such, it's, it was a wonderful experience. Um, I, I tell my mentees, you know, go after what you want. And and go after it until you you know you're gonna get what, twenty no's before you get a yes. Don't get discouraged. Um, you know I, I read online these days. You know so many people out of work because of the pandemic and the hospital. My industry was hit really really hard, um, and people are struggling. And it's like yeah, I put out five hundred and. Don't get dis- don't don't get discouraged. Hang in there. Know that um, I, I believe in my my faith. My God is is that's that's where my foundation lies. And and so when I get discouraged, you know, I know down the line that something that door will open no matter what because I put in the work. So you put in the work. It's it's where your faith meets it, and and it the the doors will open for you. You just have to just have to maintain and get through it. I completely agree. It has been difficult for many people. I mean, we've seen yeah. the sports industry just how many layoffs there's been in the hospitality industry. Obviously, that's where I my mom uh-huh. worked in a restaurant, so I lived in a restaurant essentially. <laughs> then I got a job in a restaurant, so I lived in a restaurant. So I'm very familiar <laughs> with the events, uh, not quite to the scale that we'll be talking about with you in a couple seconds. But yeah, you know, I worked many a weddings as a cake for a catering <laughs> company. You know, I did all of that stuff, and I loved yeah. every second of it. And I believe. Every single person should work in a restaurant for about a year at least just to learn what the heck is going on in there. (laughs) um, No, I think, you know, and it it is unfortunate, but I totally agree with you. You know, if you can stay focused on the plan, if you can stay focused on that goal and not Mm -hmm. just stay focused on it, but also make sure that the the self-talk is very positive. Right. Like the days that I start saying, like, I don't know if I can do this. This is kind of starting to not Mm -hmm. be so great. Those are the days I'm the most useless, right? Those are the days that I scroll a little more social media than normal. Those are the days that, you know, maybe I stop working a little earlier than necessary. But the days that I'm all like, let's go, like, yes, and maybe not today, but if I continue to put in the work, it will be coming. 
those are the days that it's the best. So I think it's not just focusing on that goal. It's also what you tell yourself uh, because right. you're always listening. I really love that quote. Pay attention to what you're yeah. telling yourself because you're always listening. And it sounds Absolutely. like you're doing some great stuff there as well. Yeah. And goal setting. You have to set goals. I, I've been a goal setter since my college days. So, you know, every December I sit down um, and I write out at least five to 10 personal goals that I want to achieve that following year. Sometimes there's a lot of redos. Mm-hmm. I was going to say this year, I, I'm curious what some of those goals were this year and if you're going to hit any of them. This year, well, yeah, well, I did hit the first one was launching okay. the business. So, okay, um, awesome. Congrats. Got that done. And, um, you know, was looking to do a big festival this year. That's not going to happen. Mm. That's, that's <laughs> so, out of your control, though. Control what you can yeah. control. That one's out of your control. Not much you can do there. <laughs> yeah. But um, hopefully next year or the year after that, we can get a really nice big festival launch. I love it. So. And yes, I want to talk about music acts, uh, especially yeah. everything that you did over at the Brave. So there's a couple. Uh-huh. You put together a Metallica concert, a Dave Matthews Band concert, and you had Billy Joel open up at SunTrust Park, correct? Yep. Now Truist so Park, but yeah, it was SunTrust. So I don't know what the Braves are doing down there, man. I just don't get it. It's like every other year, it's like, oh, we need to build a new stadium. But that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> that's so, another conversation. Guess, talk to so me I about did Ma- Yeah, I did Metallica uh, first at uh, Turner Field mm-hmm. uh, when I was first getting into the special events department. Uh, Dave Matthews Band was actually um, my first concert there i think i can't remember the i think it was 2000 i think it was 2001 and then uh i did rolling stones and that was that was pretty fabulous that was one of my faves yeah yeah that was a lot of fun and had the opportunity to do metallica again when we went to suntrust park uh and that was just what two years ago, two or three years mm-hmm. ago. But Billy Joel opened up when we yeah. moved into SunTrust Park in, in 2017. So I got um, to that see, was a lot of fun. I got to see Billy Joel uh, last play at Shea, which was really cool. Okay, I had yeah. an absolute blast with that one. He was incredible live. Anybody that has a chance, I mean, if you live up here in the New York City area, he plays at Madison yeah. Square Garden like every other day, pretty much. Right. Um, but but so yeah, obviously not now. But um, what, <laughs> what is it about like putting together? These are like high scale. The Rolling Stones. You're not messing around, right? Like this no, is like, a high I think scale th- event. Like what? What did? What do you love so much about those? They rolled in. I think they had about eight. I think it was eighteen production trucks. <laughs> yeah. Goodness. <laughs> It was a massive production, um, but that's what I love about it. I love the, you know, working with the promoter to come into the venue, to set up the venue, the preparation that goes into something that massive. It's amazing. It, sometimes it takes, you know, three, four five days and then show day you got Mm -hmm. production day when they move in you have show day and show day is what you know it's a 15 16 Mm -hmm. 17 hour day but it's the best right to after all that preparation after all the logistics and getting everything into the building getting everything set up um and, and then watch it go off and and the people file in and Everyone just has a wonderful time. It's so gratifying. That's what I love about it. It's, you know, 
for event people. It it is the from A to Z. Mm-hmm. You you watch it all and then you watch it go off and there's always going to be fires to put out here and there, but that's all part of the fun too. So <laughs> you say that I agree. Uh, like I've, I've worked many events in in my life at this point, just from again, uh-huh. being in the restaurant industry. So you get pulled in to do other things and yeah. you know, it, I've always loved that. And yeah, it's the putting out the fires. It's the just coming up with weird ideas. Like, well, we can't do this anymore. So what are we going to do? Something has to happen. Right. So right. I always enjoyed that aspect of it too. Again, obviously not quite on the level, that you were working at, especially with the Rolling Stones and Metallica and Billy Joel. But yeah. it is just so much fun. I love working events. It's that, um, as you said, it's it's those multiple days leading up to it. And then it all comes to a head. And you know, even if you did everything right, there's still going to be stuff that goes wrong. It Absolutely. doesn't matter. Someone's not going to be happy. You're going to have to do this, that, and the third. Bad anyway. weather. Yep, especially being fun. outside. <laughs> Bad weather. Can't control <laughs> that, that, that either, happens, but... Can't control it. There's but always it's, all, it's all a part of it. it. It's just so much fun. I don't know what it is. I love it, it too, is. though. So uh, you're not. <laughs> People you're not think I'm crazy to, to love it so much. I love no it. Way. No way. <laughs> so the last question I have about the Braves and, and you know, you brought it up a little bit. You know, you said you woke up every day excited and yeah. you, but you say every day and I believe you that you mean every day because there's 162 yeah. baseball games in a year. Right. 81 of them are going to be played in your home stadium. That's Saturdays. That's Sundays. That's Friday nights. How how are you? able to again for over 27 years with you were yeah. with the Braves you had to you know that's that's a lot of missed weddings I'm assuming there's some mm-hmm. other missed events birthday parties funerals I'm sure you missed a lot of stuff there how did you kind of I guess get over that for lack of a better term and understand like hey this is what I signed up for it, it stinks that I can't do these things but this right. is my life now yeah it, it's it's my life um you know, my first year when when I wasn't on full time from that February to December, you said it's 81 games. I worked 80 out of 81 games. <laughs> yep. And loved every minute of it. And back then, you know, it, you know, they were paying I can't remember, I think it was $25 a game back in the day. So, yeah, you know, you, you do it for the love of it. It it, it was such a passion. Um, I was living, you know, we always say living the dream and I was living my dream. And so it, it just did, it didn't feel like work. And so all the, you know, the major moments in my family and friends lives, I was still able to make those. So you figure, you know, I was there for 27 years, 18 of the 27 years, I was in special events. So I only worked for nine and a half years. I only had to work game days. So they had all those baseball games, but I didn't have to work them after I moved over to special events because I handle all of our non-game day events. So I found that balance. Yeah, I I found the balance and it worked out and I enjoyed every every minute of it. It It was a true blessing. It's fantastic because I think, again, that's something for people getting into the sports industry, especially if you're joining a team. As you said, you're working 80 of those 81 games. Yeah. Don't expect to do too much during the summer, especially if you're a baseball uh, at a baseball stadium. That is correct. I've seen many of people come through that organization who thought they wanted to be in baseball and did not realize the amount of time spent at the stadium. And they got burned out really, really quick. And, and so you have to know, I, I tell the, the young, young people coming out of college today, you know, understand the industry that you're trying to get into. 
because especially baseball, mm -hmm. it, it's those, those are long days working games. And like I said, I did it for nine and a half years and it was a lot. It was a lot, but it, I still enjoyed it, but it took up, it took up all of your time. It becomes your life. Mm -hmm. And then you were very smart. You got over to special events. There you go. <laughs> I love it. So let's talk about it. So you said your first goal of the year was to start the business. And yep. you were able to do that. So the president and CEO of SJL 26 Event Productions. So if you're comfortable with it, talk to me. Why did you eventually leave the Braves and decide that this was the path that you wanted to go down? You know, I came from a long line of entrepreneurs. My grandmother was an entrepreneur. My mom was an entrepreneur. And, you know, you always have this itch, although I I, I love the Braves and I thought I would be there for forever. Um, you know, things change and and you start thinking, you know, what's your next move? And the opportunity happened. and I you know, took that opportunity to, to leave. <laughs> and, and I was like, you know, I don't want to go work for anyone else. Now is the time for me to give it a shot and start my own company. And I did that in January of this year, got my first contract um, in January I did my first event in February. I did an 850-person dinner down at the Georgia Ooh. World Congress Center. So came out of the gate strong. Yeah, firing. <laughs> All right. Good stuff. And then COVID hit two mm. weeks later <laughs> and shut everything down. So what I've been doing behind the scenes, once again, using my skills, um, haven't been able to perform live events or produce live events. I've been building out my infrastructure of the company. So taking my supplier diversity skills and got registered as a minority woman-owned company. And once you get registered, I can go on all these different corporations' websites to their mm -hmm. supplier diversity program and register my company with them. Love it. And so I did that. I registered with all 30 Major League Baseball teams. I registered with the NFL. I registered with the NBA. Um, and then over what, 40, 50 corporations and also registered with the federal government. Um, so SJL 26 event productions is on a lot of vendor lists. Say, yeah, you're, you're <laughs> all over the place now. Good yeah, I'm you. all over the place right now, but, um, you know, it just, it allows me the opportunity. So, you know, COVID has been devastating. But it, it gave me that time that I probably wouldn't have to really build my infrastructure um, for, for the company. So um, I'm really excited for what the future holds and, and, and partnering with Next Up, uh, Next Up Partners. What a great team um, mm -hmm. Joe DePriest and the other guys have put together. And we are so excited to work with each other. So. Yeah, I am talk, excited. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. I mean, I want to talk about your business, but it sounds yeah. like it's it's very um, you know, hey, you had your real fire event in the beginning, and now again you're kind of <laughs> you did a lot of other stuff, and it sounds like you're moving in the right direction, but you have uh -huh. partnered with Next Up. Uh if yeah. anybody that name Joe Dupriest Priest does sound familiar. I already interviewed him. He was absolutely fantastic. So you can go back in the podcast feed, there scroll a little bit, you'll find his name. But yeah, talk to me. So how what exactly 
is partnering because because next steps a really interesting way that they're structuring the company i think it's fantastic and a really great way of doing it so what exactly is your role with next up and how are you able to help so i'm still functioning um under my company name as a consultant so it's a consultancy company and they have put together a great team of people from all over the sports industry and sports agency industry and we have you know like myself, a lot of us have gone off, we've had a career, and now we're starting our new business. And Joe and those guys have brought us all together. So everyone has their specific skill sets. And we can go come together and go after really large um, sporting contracts mm-hmm. and, and branding contracts together using each other's skills. So it's basically, you know, you take my company, I'm an event production you know, we have people in marketing, we have people in social media, graphic designers, just everything that you would need um, to put together, you know, a company. And I mean, and we're all over the United States. So it's wonderful. And so when my company goes after a contract, Next Up Partners are, is there to help me. I'm not out there on that boat by myself. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot of teammates to roll with me. So I'm really excited. <laughs> I like that. Very good analogy. Maybe you should do the marketing stuff. I'm sure they got good marketing people over there. But yeah, you know what? We're there to help each other. So <laughs> I love it. I think, it, again, I just think it's such a cool concept. And it, it makes sense, right? Now you have all these entrepreneurs, all these incredible people oh, yeah. who have done stuff. And now it's like, well, if we just kind of band together, Mm-hmm. Now, someone can come to us, as you said, you can go after these huge contracts, but not only if someone comes to you and now right. you're like, oh, well, so I can do the event production. Do you need help mm-hmm. with the social media graphic design? Because exactly. I have a really good friend that does it and they're really darn good at it. So I think it's that that connection that you're all able to make, which will only, you know, rising tide type lift all boats kind of thing, which I think is That's absolutely it. fantastic. That's exactly what it is. And I'm so excited about it. We're all really excited. Yeah, what the future holds for for Next Up Partners and Next Up Ventures. It's it's going to be pretty awesome. Very special. So happy. And Joe and I, we knew each other 25 years ago because he worked part-time with the Braves. He did. He did. And we have a mutual friend, Jay Ori, um, who I've been friends with Jay, who worked with the Braves for years as well. But Jay and Joe stayed in touch and they started talking and they mentioned or or Jay mentioned me Mm -hmm. and reconnected me and Joe after so many years. And I'm so thankful and glad he did because Joe is awesome. And I'm just really excited about Next Up Partners. It it should be a lot of fun. And I'm very excited for you. I mean, it's just a, it's a built-in way to, you know, just kind of find, find bigger business, you know, Uh not that you need it. I mean, 800 person event out of the gate, you were clearly doing (laughs) your thing, but it's nice to have these other people on your side too, which I think just makes it while you all operate as entrepreneurs, you are also to able operate, able to operate in a team, teamwork setting, which I think Mm -hmm. is fantastic. And obviously speaks right to sports, which I think is pretty darn cool too. Yep. And it's all, you know, we all love it. Yep. It's something we all love. So we're still in the game. <laughs> I think it's great. So hopping back to S, um, SJL, I want to make sure uh-huh. I have that right. Um, yeah. What, so what, so you've been working your infrastructure, you've been working uh-huh. the structure of the business, registering for all these incredible places, which I'm sure it's not just a click of a button. I'm sure there's a lot of BS oh, that you have to go through. And that's why it's been taking you so long to get registered on all these places. But how, yeah. what have you been doing in terms of virtual events? I know that's the rage right yep. now. Obviously it's all we can do. I personally 
am not a big fan of them. I'm much yeah. more of an in-person person, I guess. I but am. How have you been able to at least, you know, do what pivot. you can? Yeah, yeah pivot. As they, I'm so you should do tired this of that word can. as well. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> how, how have you been able to um, restructure? No, that doesn't work. I think it is pivot. Yeah, I think I'm stuck on yeah, pivot. It's pivot. It, you know what? It's using my connections, using um, all the AV production companies that I've worked with in the past and the guys that I love and bringing them business. And so I'm going after virtual event, uh, virtual events as well. And that's, but here's the, the beauty of it. Never would have thought about virtual events really mm-hmm. until the pandemic hit. And now it's just going to be, it's, it's not going anywhere. Virtual mm-hmm. events are here to stay. And so now it's just another product that I can sell. Love it. And so that's what I'm doing. I've got, I've got, I'm working um, with a nonprofit on their, their virtual event that's coming up um, next month. So just kind of keep rolling with it, you know, just being creative. You have to be creative. That's for sure. Roll with the punches. That's that's all we can do. And and I totally agree with you. Like I really hope in-person events do come back way sooner than later because I love them. I, I would go, I live about an hour outside of New York city. So I would literally just go into the city twice a week because there's all the networking events. You can go out to, to the bars and meet people, go out to dinner and meet people, you know, have meetings and stuff. Haven't been able to do that. Haven't been in New York city since like March and it sucks. And I miss yeah, it. it. I, it I miss it a lot. It's so but hard. <laughs> it's so frustrating, but I agree with you. I do think that virtual events are here to stay, right? Mm-hmm. There's so many events that you see that people fly in from all over the country. Oh yeah. Now you really don't have to do that. Now I'm hoping that there is a virtual and non-virtual aspect to a lot of those events because yeah, I think that hybrid. part. Thank they you, call those hybrid. Yep, the hybrid. Yeah, you're so much better at this word thing than me. I appreciate <laughs> it. But, um, no, I think like so. How now, now that you have these two skill sets, as you said, mm-hmm. now there's just different things to sell. I also believe that there's the opportunity where if you do a really great virtual event for someone, I'm sure they're going to want to use you for the the in-person event next year, right? Like, so, (laughs) you know, just keep doing really good work for people and hopefully they'll have you run the virtual, the run the hybrid, the in-person, and then, man, you are going to be set up for success. I love it. I know. I'm excited. I'm excited. (laughs) That is awesome. So what do you like the most about being on your own? Right. Like being an entrepreneur is difficult. You're kind of on an island. Now, obviously, with Next Up, it helps, but you're kind of on an island. You don't have that team that you've always had, especially the people that you've known for so many years. How have you been dealing with that aspect of it, of of being an entrepreneur? I love it. You know, I I think I was so ready for it and and ready to, to build my own company the way I wanted to do it. And and put in all of my values and my morals and 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 just build something solid to start and then grow it. So scaling the business is going to be very important to me. Um, you know, bringing on employees and I've got a young lady doing you know my my um, social media, mm-hmm. but but bringing on more employees and just kind of you know, embedding my beliefs uh, and, and my morals and values and, and treating my employees um, really, really well. And who knows, maybe giving them a piece of the company down the line hey. or something. You never know. So we'll anybody, see. Anybody out there on LinkedIn or YouTube watching right now, uh, make sure to hit up <laughs> Sabrina Jenkins. Uh, she's here to help. She's here to help, which I think is awesome. I'm a servant leader. That That's, so that's for sure. Um 
You know, God is number one in my life and he orders my steps and put in the work and I do it. Love it. That's the only thing you could do, right? Just keep yep. doing it. Clearly you got this far. So you're doing, you've been doing something right this whole time. Yeah, so I know, right? <laughs> you know what you're doing, man. I love it. Um, and then the last thing I do want to talk about a little bit, as it says down in your, uh, on your name there, uh, I know. You, didn't put, you didn't put president and CEO of a company. You put the president of Wise Atlanta. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about what Wise is and how you're able to help with yeah. this incredible organization. Yeah. You know, Wise is a national organization. I'm the president of the Atlanta chapter of WISE, and it's women in sports and events. And it is all about empowering women. Um, We are, this organization is here to help women and help young women in their career, help older women in our careers. Um, We come together, we do a lot of programming. Um, We just did a wonderful um, program last week uh, on Facebook Live. we did the race relations. We did a race, we're doing a race relations series. And so we brought together uh, three different HR representatives, executives within the Atlanta market um, to just kind of talk about what their sports teams are doing uh, with, with everything that's going on in the world today. How are they, what, what have they been doing in the past? To help those to help that situation, but also what are their plans for the future? Um, so we had a great conversation. Uh, but Wise is, you know, the Atlanta chapter is 16 years old. Uh, I've been a part for 14 years, and I've been on the board for about 12 years. And it, like I said, I we have a great mentoring program. So we, we do a lot of programming around just educating women, training. Um, it's almost, you can get behind closed doors and you can open up about what, what you're going through in corporate America and all the struggles that women go through um, in corporate America. And, and you have someone to talk to. Uh, our Wise Within program is a great program. Um, it's our mentoring program that we do every year um, Kendall uh, Moss does a wonderful job with that program, and we match up. And we just we just kicked it off about two weeks ago. We match um, seasoned uh, professional women with uh, younger our younger professionals members. Whoever wants to sign up for it, they can sign up for for the program. And and Kendall does a wonderful job matching us with a certain person. And we go through about six months. And and it's a very, uh, it's it's not really a structured program. It is absolutely we depend on we want our mentor our mentees to run this program. You need to come to us and set dates, whether it's weekly conversations we're having. Uh, a, a monthly lunch meeting when when we were able to get out <laughs> and have lunch in restaurants, but just staying in contact with your your mentors and and it goes both ways. You know, I learned so much from all my mentors I've had over over the past 12, 12 13 years that I've been doing this, um, and we're still in touch. You know, my mentors they circle back around every now and again and reach out and ask for advice and and it's just women helping women and being there for each other during our careers and our processes. So um, it's a great it's a great organization and I would highly recommend it to 
to any woman that is breaking into the business for the, you know, for the younger women just coming out of college, it's great networking. You oh, meet a lot sure. of, uh, yeah, it's great networking. And here in Atlanta, we, we, we have a lot of women from all the different sports teams uh, involved. So. That's fantastic. And kudos. Yeah. Congratulations. That is, that sounds wonderful. As you said, you are a servant leader. You are here to help others. So that yeah. sounds like exactly something that you would love to do. Being able to be connected with these people, these women, especially, and being able to then help them along, considering that you did this for, you know, you were with the Braves for 27 years. Yeah. You have a lot of experience. You kind of know what's going on and how a lot of these things work. And of course, yep. there's always stories that continue to come out. The Washington football team, that just looks like a awful, awful situation. So hopefully some lot. stuff changes there. Um, yes. But then we also hear good stories. I think today or yesterday, the um, as you said, the Atlanta teams that you got together, the the Cleveland huh. teams, I think the, the Browns, the Indians, and the... Um, whoever that third team, whoever I'm blanking on the Cavs, they they're, they're GMs, I think, or their owners created a collective essentially to talk about how they're going to deal with what's going on in the world and how yeah. it's not just, and it's great to, you know, it was incredible what the NBA players did. I respect the hell out of it. I think it's amazing yeah. that they actually went out and did that. Cause we've talked about it before, but it's never happened. Right. But now it's starting to realize like, okay, well that's great. But you know, then they had that closed door meeting. How do we actually start real change and how do we really it's you know t-shirts are great and you know showing your support is great and donating money but how do we start putting in the work change? Exactly. yeah you know i all those statements that all the corporations started mm -hmm. putting out oh, when yeah. this started happening i'm like okay sounds great paste. yeah exactly it was copy sounds and paste great Let, let's see what you're gonna do let's let's you know you put pen to paper very well but let's do some action i want to see some things happening and and, you know, a couple of our sports teams, I think they've done a wonderful job um, um, with it. I think I think the Hawks and their coach is so passionate about the, the subject. They've done a wonderful job um, during this time. So kudos yeah. to them. Kudos to them. But kudos to you, too, Sabrina. You've done uh -huh. a lot of stuff and we appreciate the heck out of you. So I know you got to get out of here in a minute. So I really appreciate your time. Where can everybody find you online? Um, well, you can find me at SJL 26 Event Productions on Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, and also Next Up. Next, Next Up, up Partners. You can, yep, you can find me at Next Up Partners as well. I love that. I'll have all the links for everything down in the show notes on YouTube awesome. as well as in the podcast. So we'll have all that. But sincerely, Sabrina Jenkins, president and CEO of SJL 26 Event Productions, consultant with Next Up Partners, president of Wise Atlanta, and former VP of special events for the Atlanta Braves. Really wow. appreciate your time. Yeah, it's a lot. Is that it's me? Yeah, it's <laughs> you. Congrats. Great job. Appreciate you having you today. Thank you, Michael. Thank you so much. I appreciate being here.